The Captain Talk Flicks. The Captain Talks Flicks. The Captain Talks Flicks. The Captain Talks Flicks. Movies, TV, sports, flicks. The Captain Talks Flicks. The Captain Talks Flicks. The Captain Talks Flicks. Movies, TV, sports, flicks. Welcome to the Captain Talks Flicks Podcast. I'm your host, the Captain Cortez. And this is where we talk flicks. I welcome the podcast, the podcast where me, the captain, talks about movies, TV, sports, flicks. Anything you see in the two-bus screen, I like to get in and give my unique perspective. Because after 44 years of being on planet Earth, I've developed a unique perspective about these movies, TV, sports, and flicks. Let's get in here and tell you about it. Because just maybe, just maybe you care. And according to the stats, it looks like you do care. I want to give a big shout out to Oman, the Netherlands. We got some plays over there, over there this week, this past week. And to be completely honest with you, I don't know a whole lot about Oman. But I'm going to go learn about you guys and find out more information because I don't really know a lot. But thanks for the listens. I appreciate that. And the Netherlands. Oh, the Netherlands. You guys are so awesome. I know you guys do kickboxing really well. What am I going over there flying? Maybe to Mike's Gyms out in Holland. Get a kickboxing lesson. I'll train with them guys out there. Get my get my levels up in kickboxing. Shout out to you guys. I appreciate the listens. And uh, check out the podcast. Gracias, gracias, gratitude, gratitude. And just FYI, well, FYI back in the day, I went to school to be a radio DJ. But I never got a job. Maybe I didn't have the desire. Maybe I didn't have the... The grit. Maybe I didn't have the burning passion that was necessary to become a radio DJ. I never did it. It wasn't my first best destiny. But that has allowed me to begin to podcast and to become the greatest podcaster in the multiverse. It's got to be true because I just said on the internet and everything on the internet is true, right? Everything you hear and read on the internet is true. So I must be the greatest podcaster in the multiverse. Right? Maybe? Maybe not? I don't know. Who knows? Doesn't matter. But anyways, let's get right into the podcast. But first, a word from our sponsor. You know what time it is. The clock is ticking. It's almost that time for Rudolph, Blitzard, Danzig, Donner. I'll be honest, I forgot the names. But you know the reindeers and Santa Claus, a jolly guy. With a big white beard, big belly, wears that red suit. He's coming, he's coming, and he can't do what he normally does. He can't bring presents around the world. He needs your help. He needs your help to get gifts. So get some gifts for your kids, for your mama, your daddy, your grandma, your aunts, uncles, friends, classmates, co-workers, enemies, frenemies, side pieces, your, your, your multiple wives. Whatever lifestyle you live, get them gifts if you celebrate Christmas. Even if you don't celebrate Christmas, get gifts for them anyway. They deserve it because they've had your back all year, right? It's been a hard year. So anyways, we're going to help you with that. You can go over to the existing fictions as a store. And you can find a plethora, a multitude of different items. You can get some face masks. You can get some face shields. You can get some hats, t-shirts, pencils, envelopes, postcards, flip-flops, chocolates. I think there's a Bluetooth speaker over there too. Meditation pillows, lunch boxes, 
drink, uh, you know, uh, drinks, uh, cups, mugs, variety of things to make your life easier with cool designs and cool words and mantras and memes and things that are just, just unique. You want to be the head of the party and have something unique? Go over to the existing fiction sales store and you find something unique for you, yourself, or all those other people I just listed. So check it out. I'll put the link below. It's the Fiction Zazzle store. And now let's get on with the podcast. Before I get into the podcast, I just want to say one thing. This past Monday, which was Monday, the November 30th, there was a lunar or something. Okay, there was an eclipse. I can't remember the exact style or what type of eclipse it was. But there was an eclipse. And so some of these people that I follow, these spiritual people that I follow online, said this eclipse may cause some hiccups in your everyday walking around being, right? And I heard that, I'm like, okay, all right, you with your spiritual hoo-hoo-wee-woo-woo stuff. Don't get me wrong, I'm into spiritual stuff, right? For, for sure. I'm into it. I meditate, do all those things. I, I read horoscopes. Okay. They're not all in. But anyways, they were saying... Over the next week, due to the to the to the uh, eclipse, there may be some hiccups in your everyday walking life. Now today is Saturday, and this is like five days in or six days in, and I'll be completely honest with you, I've had some hiccups. Now I've never, I mean, they're, they're nothing major, but just been some hiccups. Things kind of that normally went smoothly have not, just minor things. But that showed me, bro, just stay home. <laughs> Don't go nowhere unless you absolutely have to. So I'm in the casa, in, in the crib, in the space station, and I'm holed up. I got food, I got coffee, I got tea, I got internet, and I'm just up in here. I ain't going nowhere. I ain't going nowhere unless I absolutely have to, because the lunar eclipse vibe, there might be something to that. I don't know. Maybe you believe it, maybe you don't, but just this week has been very weird, and I'm just going to hide under the covers in my house. <laughs> Seriously. I don't know how it is for you guys. Hopefully it's not. But there may be something to this. I don't know. A lot of people seem to believe that when there's eclipses or full moons, things get weird. And they kind of have. So I'm just going to hide out here. Hide out. And do podcasts. And do music. So anyways, I just want to let you know. Maybe you're going through the same thing. Maybe you felt some of that lunar energy. I don't know. Maybe it empowered you. Maybe it invigorated you. I don't know. Whatever. It's been kind of weird. But anyways, that's what's going on in the life of the captain. Because I know you want to hear about that. But anyways, let me get to what I really want to talk about this week. Another stellar phenomenon. But this on TV. Another astrological, astronomical, astronomical space uh, phenomenon. We're talking about Star Trek Disco. Star Trek Disco. This past Thursday, they aired the episode called The Sanctuary. And in this episode, spoilers right here. I'm going, I'm spoiling it. Things get spoiled, so stop what you're doing if you don't want to hear the spoils. Because otherwise, spoils going on. So anyways, in this episode, we find the Star Trek Disco crew is like, you know, Michael, Michael Burnham, the one that got demoted a few weeks ago. She got demoted, but she's still on the ship doing things, right? And her and her boyfriend are having the time of their life. They're, they're living their best life. Michael Burnham and her boyfriend, Buck, they don't say their boyfriend, girlfriend, but their boyfriend, girlfriend, let's be honest. They are boyfriend, girlfriend. They're going steady. They're lovers. <laughs> they're couples. Whatever words you want to use, they're going, they're going steady. Nobody even says going. Remember they used to say going steady back in the day. Nobody says going steady. I'm bringing it back. Booker 
and Michael Burnham are going steady. Okay, they're in space going steady. So anyways, they're going steady. But see, see, Booker gets a message from where he's from his home, from his homeland, from his home planet, from, from his family. They sent him a message, hey, Book, there's, there's problems, there's trouble, there's problems. You need to come over here, right? You got you to gotta get here quick. So anyways, uh, Book tells everybody, and then the Discovery crew, the Disco crew says, hey, Book, Michael Boyfriend's, or Michael Burnham's boyfriend, we're going to help you out. So they all go to Booker's homeland, and there's an issue, and there's a problem, and a problem needs to be resolved, right? That's what's, I'm not going to go into details about the specifics of the problem, but it's a problem that has to be resolved. And so Disco, Michael Burnham, the crew, go ahead and attempt to resolve that problem, and they resolve the problem, of course. But what I find interesting about this episode, there's a lot of things going on. Just thinking about this show, Giorgio's having issues, my favorite lady, Giorgio. The one I hope she could turn Section 31 show, or gets the Section 31 show, Giorgio. The one from the from the altered from the mirror universe. You know, that lady, she's had this show, she's having issues, health issues. So they kind of file that, they string along that plot a little bit. And other things are happening, you know, the, the young kid prodigy, her, the one that, the, the one that's, uh, the mentor, uh, Stamets is her mentor. There's some things going out there as well. But, other, but that's happening. But other, the main thing I want to talk about is that when they're on Book's home planet, there was a problem on that planet for many, many years. I think they said 150 years they had this particular issue problem that had not been resolved. So all the guys in the planet, everybody there found no solution to this problem for 150 years. Couldn't figure anything out. They just had a the scenario. The situation was the way it was. And they kept living it, doing it, and couldn't do anything more than that. Then Book brings Disco along. All the fine minds at Disco, the Disco crew, the Discovery crew, they Book brings them in there, Michael Burnham, and they address the problem. And with all the other minds on this ship, the Starfleet knowledge, all the wisdom of all these guys, they find a way to resolve the problem together with Book, his family, and the planet, right? They do that. And it made me think about real life. It made me think about real life a lot because if you, if, if us personally look at issues and problems in certain ways and with our particular mind, the way we think and what we know, and we look at this issue problem, we have a fixed way we may look at something, right? We might look at this particular issue, whatever the issue is, and only see certain alternatives or options for that problem, right? But then when you reach out and you pull resources and Minds from other places. I mean, get some family members, get some friends, consult YouTube, the internet. You just look elsewhere for varying ideas and ways to tackle that problem. Problem gets solved. Now, it doesn't have to be 150 years like these guys on, on Star Trek Discovery where, you know, the book's home plan couldn't figure it out for 150 years. You know, if you do run into problems in your personal life, you can consult other people and things and information to try to resolve those problems. And a lot of times we can't. And, um, and something if you don't do that, sometimes it takes longer to do that, right? So I, I like the fact that despite Discovery being 930 years from the past, was able to come in there with their different outlook, different mindset, different way of doing things, different perspectives, and help books solve a problem almost a thousand years in the future, right? Due to the different mind uh, interpretations and various ways of looking at things. Now, real quick, I'm reading this book called Range. I can't remember the author, right? But in this book, they talk about the fact that if you have a bunch of people with similar training and degrees in a field, and they look at a similar problem, they look at a problem, 
they're going to have a limited scope of the way they would analyze the problem, right? But you bring in people from different fields, different uh, disciplines, different walks of life, they approach the problem differently, and and we're able to offer alternate solutions to the problem, right? So basically, the gist of the book so far, I'm not done with it, but so far, the gist of the book is like, you got all the same people from the same field in the same space looking at a certain problem. There's not as many possibilities for options of solutions unless you bring out some other people from other walks of life, other fields, other places, right? That's just the book. That's what this book is saying. And in Discovery, that's exactly what happens. Range, the book that I'm reading, played out right in Discovery because those guys on that planet couldn't figure it out 150 years. And book brings some people from 930 years before, from Starfleet, 930 years in the past. And they solved the problem ASAP, right? Yeah, it's great. So... So if there's anything to learn from Starship Discovery, if you got a problem, yell yeah, well, I'll solve it, right? Like Ice-T, Ice, uh, finale says. But maybe not, yo, if you got a problem, I'll solve it. How about, if you got a problem, yo, we'll solve it. Check out the hook while my DJ revolves. <laughs> so basically, got some issues, consult some other people, reach out, get other resources, try to resolve said problem. There's all, and that's it. I got that from watching Star Trek Discovery. You might say, Captain, how did you get that from watching Star Trek Discovery? I projected on that. And that's what I projected, right? But, you know, this is what I got. You might have watched that and said, bro, I did not see that in Star Trek Discovery. When we watch these different shows and TV shows and movies, we all see what's so beautiful about, about media and TV and uh, YouTube and movies and arts like that. Is we all can see different things from looking at it based on our personal experiences. The way you experience Star Trek Disco might be a little bit different than me. There's so many different things that play in the show when they write the story. And we bring in our knowledge and our experiences when we view these things. It which gives us our unique spin and interpretation of art, of the art, of the, what we're looking at. That's why there's so many varied opinions and reviewers online when they watch these uh, television shows and all and movies and all that, right? So we all got our unique perspective. I say at the beginning, the captain gives his unique perspective on TV, movie, stories, sports, and flicks. And that's what I just did. That's my unique perspective. So, um, yeah, if you're hearing this on the other side of the world, I appreciate it. Gracias, gracias, gracias. I find it interesting that you want to hear what this dude from the Midwest says, talks about. I'm just a regular dude. I do regular stuff. Ain't no fancy, schmancy pants over here, bro. I'm a regular dude. Live a modest life, baby. Let's talk about my experience with the tube movie, TV, sports, and flicks, right? Living in the greatest land of the world. Well, you might think, you might say, hey, you guys suck, but we're all, we'll be okay. It's a pretty good place to live in. So thanks for listening. Gracias, gracias. And until next time, we'll see. A life of reaction is a life of slavery. Intellectually and spiritually, one must fight for a life of action, not reaction. Rita Mae Brown. Until next time, it's the Captain Peace. The Captain, the Captain Talks, Talks Flicks. Flicks.